Hi, this is Jacob Bellamy, host of the Fan Fictitious Podcast, here to let you know that the following podcast contains 13 fucks, 12 shits, 4 craps and 1 cowabunga. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Fan Fictitious Podcast, the show where each week I scour the internet for the finest of fan fiction, write my own disturbing story and invite on a raunchy puppeteer to try and tell the difference. And today's man on the strings is none other than my good friend Toby. Toby, how are you doing today? Hello. Yeah, I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. And we've sort of hung out today, went for a nice pleasant walk. Yeah, walking off a hangover. Yeah, Yeah. exactly that. You've not eaten enough, a few peanuts. No, no, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I might faint halfway through. Well, that would be good content <laughs> we'll see how disturbing your yeah. your writing is and oh oh might pass me out enough easily disturbing enough. <laughs> i often faint myself during the process of writing these um right today it'll be in the title so the the good people know what we're doing but we're doing we're doing phineas and ferb phineas and ferb <laughs> which is your suggestion and i kind of like when you said it i was like oh there's not going to be any fucking phineas and ferb fan fiction there was a quite surprising quantity never doubt it of never phineas, doubt. phineas and ferb fan fiction and one thing i've got to i've got to shout out this one person ended up not picking their fan fiction from from archive of our own which is like the main fan fiction site i use because it's got very good like searchable functions better mm. than like fanfiction.net um, and one person is pretty much responsible for like the vast majority of Phineas. And is Ferb it just the writer fiction. of the main show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, do you know who the writer is? The I, I don't know the writer. No. Well, it could be. It they, could be. they went by literature on archive of our own and they'd written. So I, I filtered it to like crack. So crack is the <laughs> crack is the, if you don't know, crack is like the tag for fan fiction. That's like silly, like non-serious. Okay. Which obviously is the best stuff. You specialize. Yeah. In that, that's yeah. my specialism. Um, and he was responsible, He, I say he, they, she, whoever, was responsible for about 60% of the crap Phineas and Ferb fanfiction. I think they've written upwards of 40 fanfictions. Wow. So is there someone in their room just yeah, banging so, out Phineas and Ferb? Absolutely incredible <laughs> effort. <laughs> but um, Toby, tell us a bit, why did you pick Phineas and Ferb? Honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea. So I, yeah, it was just one of those things because I've listened to the other episodes. Mm. Um, I've got most of the way through them and... Um, that you know, there's a lot of sort of childhood trauma slash nostalgia in mm, your in your mm. podcast, and I was like, well, you know, what kind of kids shows can I ruin <laughs> by uh, asking you to get a fanfic from it? But you, so you didn't actually watch Phineas and Ferb as I watched, a kid? No, I watched it a fair bit. I watched it a fair bit, and then through lockdown, my housemate got Disney Plus and decided to binge watch it. Right. So like, I'd walk through the living room and things, and he quite often have it on. Yeah, we were but, saying the only thing I really know about it was the intro. And again, and we, we talked about this on another episode. It was on the, the Avatar episode, was that I didn't have Disney. I didn't have Cartoon Network yeah. or Disney Plus or whatever. It was a Disney Channel as a kid. So like the only time I experienced Phineas and Ferb was like going around to somebody's house and being like, oh, it's that weird guy it is who that looks weird like, a, show. like a fucking knife and he's got a little, <laughs> little like tuft of red hair on the back of his blade what, head. What were they thinking with the character yeah. designs? <laughs> the They're character so design, strange. So fucked. I feel like kids TV, the characters in back in the day, I say back in the day, Phineas and Ferb isn't that old, but like was really weird. Yeah. Do you remember like Ed, Ed and Eddie? I was and about stuff to say well. Ed, like, Ed, and Eddie. The fucking character design in that shit is so weird. And you look at shows now and it's very sort of like plain, plain, and corporate. It is corporate, but I, I found Ed, Ed and Eddie like genuinely quite disturbing. The like yeah. character design was off. And like Hey Arnold was the other one. Oh, yes. And it had that guy with like the football, American football <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so weird. I don't know why they did that. 
Why did they do that? Well, we, we're remembering it. We're talking that's, about it. That's true. That's true. They say all publicity is good publicity. Yes. <laughs> all horrible character design <laughs> is memorable character design. <laughs> um, right. Should we, should we read read a little bit of Phineas and Ferb? Oh, honestly, no, but go for it. Fair enough. <laughs> but I also need to highlight and throw out there, like, there was, there was Phineas and Ferb smut. I don't, don't want to even think about it. I didn't want to think about it, and I was forced to read it. <laughs> forced. Like, but we say forced, yeah. It said in the... So, most of the fan fictions, when they're like, they're, they've got some sexy time, they're very... They make it very clear. They're like, don't read this, it's porn. And then I'm like, well... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, well, I sort of have to check, like, how bad is it? And then you read it, and then I'm like, read 40% away, and I'm like, oh, God. And like, like, this is actual yeah, porn. Yeah, no, it is actual porn. It's not just, like, a little bit goofy, a bit funny on the side. I'm like, this is straight up, like... I just... I want to well know the minds of the people who write that. Like, like, are they <laughs> attracted to it? Is it a challenge for them to... Why? Just some why? Them, some of them... Are quite a lot of the ones, when it's porn, they, like, apologise. They're like... Like, they say... Someone... You can write, like, a little intro before the, the fan fiction, right? And they'll say, like, Oh, I'm really sorry I did this. Then why but, did they do it? But here's some Phineas and Ferb porn. And you're like, Well, why did you do it if you didn't seem that sorry? But, yeah, no. Oh, no. Anyway. But um, this isn't that. This isn't that. This is because this off-brand body wash will make you scream its name all night. Sorry, <laughs> that's the title. Yep. Of a okay. Fan fiction. But I mean, that leaves a lot to be interpreted. Sure. There's there's going to be a body wash, but the the summary. Well, no. Well, let well let's just get straight in. Okay. <laughs> I think this one's it's going to be a bit confusing, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Your nemesis pulls open the shower curtain, Ooh. humming to himself, and turns the taps on. Hot water sprays down into the tub, quickly filling the room with steam. You don't need eyes to see his pasty white skin as he sheds his clothing, <laughs> or his oily hair that he's trying to fix with, well, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. You don't need eyes to see it. No, you okay. don't. You only need concepts, thoughts. Concepts, okay. Well, how do you see without eyes? Um, oh, it's a philosophical question. <laughs> I like but, it. It's, it's first person. It's, it's different. Well, it says it says it's actually second person. Second it's you. person. You do you. this. You do that. So oh, second person is like the rarest one, right? Because it's weird <laughs> to hear like you. Um, there are a few famous books that have like you second person, but it's it's quite a rare literary choice to do so. So well, anyway, that's why he has you. Perry brand combination shampoo, <laughs> conditioner, and body wash. <laughs> One of a string of other shampoos that still haven't fixed his grease problem. Oh, no. Is, is this implying Perry the Platypus is in some sort of business in cosmetics? He's making shampoos I can see that being the case. Okay, okay. According to the other bottles on the shelf beside you. Not that you care about that. No, you have other goals. <laughs> he steps into the shower, naked as the day he was born, and now nearly as damp. <laughs> Famously damp when you're born. Yeah, very damp. That's how I describe it. It's a little bit soggy. <laughs> Just wipe that off, love. <laughs> rummaging, rummaging through the crowd of bottles on the shelf, his long fingers clamp around you. Oh. <sighs> right. How does this guy sound? How can you do a Dr. A Doofenshmirtz Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Voice? I don't yeah. know. I'm not very good at voices. He does like the curse you, Perry the Platypus, but yeah. what, what, how does that go? He's like, I can't even do it. Does he do like a German? He's got like a sort he's, of typical... <laughs> he's from some, some weird made up yeah, Germanic country. Right, yeah, exactly. But he I doesn't thought. really have an accent. He's a sort of raspy. Well, maybe I can do that because I'm feeling a bit 
ch- channel your Marge Ew. Simpson, Marge. but but don't go quite so cursed. Oh me! <laughs> but fuck it, I'm just gonna do something like that. Go for it. Might as well keep the old wallet happy. It's not bad. It's not bad. He says it's not. It's not him though, is it? It's not bad. I was it's expecting worse. <laughs> he says to himself, rolling you around in his hands. Oh God. I mean, it's not like I'm made of money. <laughs> Cost of living crisis is getting doof. <laughs> There's not got to be a lot of money in being like in an, being evil. An evil, yeah. Just your your day job, just being an evil scientist. I mean, he does. He has a lot of money for his inventions, and he, he lives in like a tower. That's true. He has like a six st- Tony Stark style tower. It's e- Evil it? Incorporated. Oh, because it, it has the little jingle as yeah. well, doesn't it? It's like Doofenshmirtz. Evil, evil Incorporated. incorporated. Yeah. Right. So does yeah. he have shareholders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incorporated business. I want to be a shareholder. Well, he should be made of money if he's got a publicly listed business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, so right, so so we're in the shower. We're in the, he's naked. He's in the shower, and and you, I am. You are someone in the shower. You oh no, it said you are Perry Brand in the shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and body I've, wash. I can't say I've ever read something where I am. You body are wash. a shampoo bottle. It's like I said. It's a very. It's I quite like. I think second person could be used a bit more effectively sometimes. Okay, it gives you that like. I think it, it gives you sometimes an element of what like D&D and other role-playing games give you and that it's like it forces an emotion upon you and makes thing, you consider I, things I don't want to be forced any of these emotions that are well, coming up I'm you've got to be forced into feeling something at some point okay so you okay. might as well do it I'm a, in the zone I'm yeah. body wash you might as well do it as a body wash <laughs> uh, it's not like I made of money sure I have those alimony checks but it's not like those last <laughs> Anyway, Perry the body wash, you happen to be the cheapest thing in here, so I hope you're ready. Oh, the cheapest thing in his bathroom. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's a, it's one of those horrible three-in-one. Mm. Well, you are one of those horrible three-in-one. I am a horrible... Have okay. you ever used those? They're like three-in-one? I've not used it. I mean, you get them in like hotels, don't you? Mm, yeah, so I, and as well, when I was a poor student, I bought like a huge tub of it, and, and it was like from like Aldi or Lidl. Mm. So it was one of those, you know, they do like knockoffs of other brand. It was like their knockoff Tresemme, and it like looks exactly like Tresemme, but it's called like... Meze Trem or something Meze like that. Trem, yeah. I don't fucking no. And you're but, like, it's good at the time. Yeah. And yeah. then you use it. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, that's a great idea. A three in one. I don't need to buy the individual bottles. It saves me money. And it's like caustic. <laughs> it's straight up like acidic. It says on the back, like, like do not pour down yeah, drains. No, it's like, <laughs> this should only be used for washing like apes. Um, anyway, what is it? So I hope you're ready to lather up his hands until they're slippery. Ooh. Yes. Yes, you are. Flicking open your lid, he squirts shampoo into his palm, working it into his hair as he sets you back on the crowded shelf. His carelessness dislodges some of the other bottles. Peter taking the opportunity for a flying leap. (laughs) (laughs) So the bottles are all animate. They all have feelings. Yeah, they all have emotions. Oh, well, I hope Peter gets away. It sounds like a horrible place to be. Miss Peter clatters against the bottom of the shower as your nemesis curses, flinching away. Part of you wishes he could have heard your nemesis. Oh, wait. Part of you wishes you could have heard your nemesis yelp in pain. But a larger part of you is glad he's not screaming because of Peter. <laughs> the replacement bottle he got behind your back. <laughs> oh, oh, is this? There's a, there's a plot of this in one of the episodes because 
Perry gets like replaced by another secret agent. Is he called Peter? Oh, he's he a be panda. Right. It's like a panda, and it's like it's really weird. They like frame the episode as Doctor Doofenshmirtz cheating on Perry the platypus. <laughs> like Perry oh. opens a cupboard, and like the panda's just hiding in it. Oh, oh. So that they might have done that before. Then, so have you seen the Lego Batman movie? I've not. No. So the Lego Batman movie, it frames like the Joker and the Batman have like a relationship. Thing. Right. So it's like the joke. Batman's like Joker, you're not my arch nemesis. I never cared about. <laughs> or whatever and joke is like no how could you or whatever so oh, they do no. like a breakup thing it's very funny so maybe yeah maybe they just did it first trendsetters phineas and ferb trendsetters when did phineas and ferb first air do you oh, know god um i want to say i want to say later than you'd think i want to say mm. like 2010 or something i think that sounds about oh is it no because it must have been primary school and i well i left primary school in 2009 was oh, so that early i thought it was I thought it was later than that because I feel I feel like it was like as I was stopping watching cartoons, it was coming out. Mm. Well, I should have got back into it, and did force you to get back into yes. it later on. <laughs> uh, anyway, Nemesis Peter, your Nemesis falls against the shower with a thump, and Pinky goes for it. Ooh. Another miss. Sergey and Newton are next. <laughs> It's some sort of great escape. I thought it was going to be smut first, but it's 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 a great escape. It's a great escape, yeah. <laughs> With like living shampoo bottles attacking doc- a naked Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Oh. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. You're, you're anyway, Sir, also Sergey and Newton. What kind of names are those? I don't know where they've been pulled from. <laughs> a two-pronged attack, though they're so out of sync it has no chance of working. As both of them rattle against the floor, your nemesis braces himself on the walls, staring up at you, the last bottle near the edge. <laughs> Don't you dare, he hisses, glaring as he drips slowly down the walls like a soap bubble, hands too sudsy to offer much purpose on the smooth tiles. I mean it! Oh, but you do dare. Oh. Wobbling at the edge, you take aim at his toes, calibrating your angles. You'll only get one shot at this. <laughs> So you leap, spinning through the air, the whole world seeming to go by in slow motion. All you have to do is hit his toe. Not too hard, in theory, though in practice it's proven to be difficult. But today, you land, not with a clatter, but with a crack. (gasps) Direct hit. As you come to rest at the bottom of the shower, he hops on foot to foot, giving you, at last, the scream you've waited so long to hear. Ooh, I was so tense that I was on the edge of my seat. Curse you, Perry the Body Wash! <laughs> there it is, there it is. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, I the sort of second, final third of that even was very sort of dramatic. It was tense. It, it, I was yeah. I was hooked. It was like read like a thriller. Yeah. It was exciting. And I I, I felt things. You said you said I'd feel the emotions. <laughs> and I, I felt like I was body washed. Exactly. Though. That's the power of using you. The I power just... of the second well, person. I, yeah, as a writer, you can you can, basically a writing is all about lying, right? And you can just say, you feel sad, and people think, Do I feel sad? And then maybe they do. So they're like, Oh yeah, maybe I do feel sad, and that kind of works. You've convinced them into feeling something that they wouldn't have felt mm. otherwise. Anyway, Toby, what did you think? We on this show we do ratings. Yes. Out of ten. Yes, out of ten. Oh fuck, my phone is just falling behind. <laughs> Throwing <laughs> things. Sofa. Throwing things. I'll dig that out later on. Um, out of ten, and and you know, there's a a bit of a hatred of decimal points in this mm, show, isn't yeah, there? We so, them. Um I won't use decimals. It's a difficult one because I was very involved by the end, mm. but I was so lost at the start. I was so I was confused. It's a hard a, concept to buy. I think it's a hard sell. It's a hard once, sell. But once you're there, there's something to it. Mm, mm. I've got a little smooth brain that couldn't comprehend the <laughs> the literary prose, but 
I think I think that was I enjoyed it. Mm. I enjoyed it because I was there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a six and two thirds. Six and two thirds out of ten. I think I think we should start rating things on this podcast in thirds. <laughs> Like four root three or something like that. <laughs> I, I would just be saying random numbers at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's just so fuck it. Just makes no sense. Yeah, no, that was that was a fun little romp. Okay, good. Was, I, I think that was good. A, that's was an good. appropriate rating. I, I would I would feel I would I would agree. I must say I didn't didn't expect it. You won't expect this next piece either. This one is called the Fourth Wall Machine. Ooh. Okay. We're gonna have another second second person prose bringing second us breaking narrative. through the fourth well, wall. Well, maybe, maybe not. Let's let's just dive right in and find out. Let's go. There's no better way to learn than doing things, Toby. Phineas walked into the kitchen to find Ferb on the counter welding a giant gun to a tabletop mixer. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. This is intense. This is starting off intense. Hey, Ferb. Phineas said, "What you making?" Ferb shook his head and put his fingers to his lips. Oh. You're right. The government might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that why Ferb's always so quiet? He he's knows. a massive he's conspiracy cautious. nut. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. That's the I did I, yeah, that's one thing I did know about Ferb. Is it like he does does he speak? Yeah, he he does speak very occasionally. Oh, right, so okay. He's voiced by um Thomas Brody Sangster. Who is that? Um so sounds... he's, in, he's the little kid in Love actually. Oh, is he? <laughs> and he's um Jojen in Game of Thrones. Oh, yes, he's that guy. Yeah, that's right. I think he's in the Queen's Gambit as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he only has like one line per episode. It's always a banger. Like, if he speaks, it's going to be a good one. That's funny. I Yeah, I just thought he was like a mute. <laughs> no, no, he, he speaks occasionally. Okay. And he's right. British. He's very British. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's American, but he's British because his funny. dad's British. I, I like think. that. Because I like the British. <laughs> anyway. You're right, the government might be listening. Phineas moved closer to his stepbrother and whispered, I think I found out what we're going to do today. Ooh. Ferb raised an eyebrow. <laughs> so you know how I often say it feels like we're being watched, Phineas continued. I think I might know why, and I've just the plan to be sure. Ferb offered Phineas a knowing smile. They were very well tuned, these boys, and could sometimes talk without saying any words at all. They were like close friends as well as being brothers. Even though they weren't traditional brothers, I like to think that the friends we choose are our real family. Aww. Not that my family is bad or anything. I just like my friends more. <laughs> okay. okay. Was, that wasn't written as a character though, right? That was just nope. the writer. Just drifted off. Okay, I think we've, we've, we're exploring someone's deep insecurities in this fan fiction. No, but I feel like this this whole set of Phineas and Ferb fan fiction has been surprisingly introspective. Yeah. We've considered second person narratives as a yes. tool to feel. And... <laughs> sort of the the what is it the what is it there's like death of the author like the separation between the person writing it and the story being told which is maybe why that's this piece is called mm. the fourth wall machine yeah yeah follow me said phineas as he ran off quickly ferb shrugged and sighed throwing a wrench towards the mixer gun which fired straight through an open window and hit a robber on the other side of the street <laughs> <laughs> okay he's a, he's a vigilante by accident yeah <laughs> just a robber running past he didn't die though because the bullets were made of rubber <laughs> it reminds me you said though like did it stop him or did it just like hit the robber and then he just like continued to rob <laughs> i mean it, it doesn't say he was stopped he just no, carries no, on i think he just, a minor it, inconvenience it only says that he didn't die so Oh, that's what I, I love. I love how these are written when there's just that random ex- explaining sentence just after something that happens. 
Oh dear. The two mischievous boys scuttled into their underground lair, which was next to Perry's, but somehow they didn't notice, <laughs> and ran straight to a wonky-looking sleigh with a purple light on it and a giant hammer on the front. It's a, it's a good point it raises, though, with Phineas and Ferb, because Perry's got this whole secret underground yeah. base, yeah. and the boys are always building these things. How do they never notice? Yeah, I think it's one of those like funny, like, oh, how do they not know kind yeah. of things. It's really obvious that he's a, he's a secret agent. No, it's, it's inconsistency, and I won't stand for it. <laughs> He's got like a cool hat, right? Yes. That justifies the inconsistency. Yes, in otherwise, he's just a platypus. <laughs> I like, yeah, don't they like, they changed the, desi- the design slightly? Yeah, well, he's, when he's a platypus, when he's in incognito mode, <laughs> he looks like a loaf of bread, like on the ground, then he goes bipedal when he's that's in right, agent yeah, P that's mode. That's right, that's right. In- incognito mode. <laughs> uh, anyway, they're scuttling into the underground. They're layer, underground, blah, 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 yeah. A purple, uh, no, what was it? A wonky looking sleigh with a purple light on it. Mm. It flashed on and off slowly. Ferb had seen this machine before, but without the hammer. Behold, Ferb, I have refurbished the time machine. Ah. Phineas looked smug. With this addition, we should be able to finally solve the mystery of always feeling like we're being watched by someone. Ferb shook his head. You're right, Ferb. More than one person. Quite a few, actually. But that's not the point. Get in and let's go adventuring. Oh, nice. They did use the time machine in another episode. What so. episode was that? Oh, God, I can't even remember. Why I think did, they use it did, in a couple. They bring oh, it back. Oh, what do, what do they do with the time machine? Uh, well, they go see dinosaurs, obviously. Oh, yeah, that'd be the first thing I And then I think there's a, like a special where they use it quite a lot. Oh. They do like a Star Wars special as well. Oh. I've not seen it, but... Well, there you go. What would you do with the time machine? Oh, can I go backwards or forwards? No, you can't no. go. go for, going forwards is is actually no. You can go forwards if you can want, forwards. but like I feel like most people would want to go. I think I go backwards. I, I think I'd be a, a basic bitch and say dinosaurs. Yeah, as well. but that's like cool as fuck. This is the thing well. you realize when when you realize that all the like interests you had as a six year old were like actually the best ones. Yes, yeah, like yeah, dinosaurs, yeah. chicken nuggets, <laughs> <laughs> and then the Roman Empire, then the which Roman Empire, everyone yeah, yeah, loves yeah, for yeah, some yeah, reason. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, what what do you do? Yeah, I mean, I'd try and... I think I'd probably go back and see dinosaurs. Yeah. It was like, we, we had this discussion once, this, like, theoretical discussion with me and my, like, siblings about, like, um, if you could go back uh, and see one moment from history, like, any point in history, like, what would you pick? Okay. Um, and we all sort of concluded, I was like, yeah, I kind of just want to see a dinosaur. <laughs> like, I want to see a T-Rex in the flesh. It's like, it's basic, but it's, like, cool as fuck. Just when a T-Rex randomly roared, that's yeah, the moment exactly. you'd people, pick. People give some, like, hippie answer, like, oh, I'd go and see the fall of Constantinople, yeah. or, like, I'd go and see this famous historical event, or, like, whatever. Like, fuck that shit. Like, I, I want to go scene. see a dinosaur. Bro. i got a scene of you just stepping out of time machine, just seeing a T-Rex, being like, Nice. Nice. And, and then just you get go back, back in and go home. <laughs> yeah. Also, you're not going to fuck with the timeline if you just look at a T Rex. True, true. So, you know, that's the right answer. Um, blah, blah, blah. The two boys jumped into the. Where are we? The two boys jumped into the plush carriage. It wasn't until the lights were all whirring and the machine humming with action that Fur pointed to the hammer and cocked his straight and long head. Ooh. What does it do? Phineas laughed. It breaks the fourth wall, of course. <laughs> Here the, we go. The time machine comes to loud life. Phineas and Ferb look at the camera. Oh. Well, that's terrifying. Have you seen them, like, face on? Because oh, you always God, see them yeah. from the side. What would they look like if and they looked at the camera? There is a screenshot, oh, and really? it's very cursed. <laughs> like, Phineas's face is just flat, yeah, and he's got, flat, like, a dot where the point of his nose is. Through, like, bulbous eyes yeah. on the side. Oh, All right, God. look it up. He's look like it up. Comedian. It's, oh, it's cursed. Yeah, mate, yeah, fuck it. I'll just look it up. Phineas, <laughs> we've got time. No, we're not waiting for anything. Phineas and Ferb, straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't type that one on fan fiction because that's gonna 
Oh lord. <laughs> Isn't it cursed? <laughs> and like Ferb's got this big rectangle nose. <laughs> oh, loud, loud scrape there for the audio. But yeah, that's that is <laughs> he looks like he looks like a chameleon. <laughs> he looks he like, he looks reptilian. Oh, so have you seen anything like how does he get his t shirt on in the morning? <laughs> like how does it get over his head? That's true. Anyway. Um so Phineas and Ferb look at the camera. <laughs> Somewhere in the world, probably America, maybe a small town like Wisconsin or something, you are sitting. You are probably a kid, probably a boy, probably you like eating dirt. You are watching Phineas and Ferb and enjoying it. You like singing the annoying theme song to your friends at school and you like eating dirt. Oh, we're back in the second prose. Second person prose. You frown when the wacky boys look at the camera. But then you scream as your TV screen shatters and something comes smashing through it. (laughs) This is a horror fan fiction now. Front-facing Phineas is coming for us. When the rubble settles, you hear groaning. You are very scared and you have peed your pants. You look around. There is dust everywhere. There is darkness. Then, Then a voice. Help me. Oh my goodness. From the dust comes something impossible. It is a boy, but he is squat and ugly, smooth-toned with just one colour. His head, oh, and his head is a vicious triangle. Like you could cut pizza with the triangle, or cheese, or something firmer than cheese, like cold cheese. Why do you got to go so dirty on Phineas, my poor dude? Like <laughs> He could cut things over that. He could, yes. It's, it is extremely pointy. You could use piercing. him as a pickaxe, I think. Oh, that's a good one. You could like use him to like climb a cliff face. He definitely does piercing damage. Whereas oh, Ferb's more of like a bludgeoning indie, damage. Absolutely. You just throw him at somebody <laughs> and go straight, cut straight through. 1d4 Phineas damage. <laughs> anyway, like you could cut pizza with a triangle or cheese or something firmer than cheese, like cold cheese. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the boy is alive, but he should not be. <laughs> There's 104 days of summer vacation, the boys say. <laughs> you scream. <laughs> the end. <laughs> okay, I liked that. That was good. Oh, it was very, very written in the same way in that it ramped up. The yeah, tension the, came yeah, at the, the end. The final third was like a building tension. It was also quite a twist in that one. It, it moved it from like very much just like the boys chilling to this more, again, external use of a more interesting narrative tool to like make you feel the other one was more emotional this and like on the edge mm. of your seat this one was more had more horror yeah. undertones a bit more disturbing Ooh. but that was that I was Phineas of her fan fiction was it what you were expecting I was I don't know <laughs> I don't know what to make of that at all I mean I preferred that one to the first that one, one I think, first I think one, you know I, I always like a good fourth wall break yeah yeah who doesn't um I might go for a nice round I'm going to go for a nice round eight. Ooh. Eight out of ten. That's good. I, yeah. I think it's deserved. Eight's a nice number. Mm. It's very... Because if you turn it on the side, it looks a bit like boobs. <laughs> um, <laughs> boobs right. out of ten. All right, Toby. Mm. Here comes the crux of the matter. Mm. Which one was mine and which one did I find on the internet? Oh, I think it's tough. I think you've you've gone hard on this one. Mm. You've you've found something that's done the second person and you've you've copied it to make it just as strange. No, that's a that's a very. I think I think the first one might be too weird. Too I weird. don't know. I don't know. I've played like D and D with you. I know how weird. <laughs> I know what eldritch horrors can spawn from your mind. But I think it's it's 
I think it was written from a place of passion, the first one. <laughs> Poor times take a drink of water. What's that mean? <laughs> I think I think someone's very passionate about the characters. Right. And it was just so wacky and out there. But then the other one was more of like an adventure with an actual story mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that I think you would be more likely to have written. Mm-hmm. So, so you're going for the second one. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you wrote the second one, the fourth wall break. Okay, one, I think. All right, all right. Toby, I can reveal. You are correct. Hey. It was me. It was me. Oh, I'm so I kind glad. of had like <laughs> this one was a bit funny. So I started writing it without any clue of what I was gonna do with it. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I yeah, like, you, it's, I no, it's going. I had like no fucking clue what I was gonna do, and then like I was like, oh fuck it, maybe I should I should include something from Phineas and Ferb that would like make ah. it seem that I don't know. So I just googled like some classic Phineas and Ferb things, and like the time machine came up, and I was like, oh, time machine, that'd be fun. That did almost throw me because you said you hadn't watched it. Yeah, much, so, so I started. I, like, so I threw the time machine in there, and then I was like. Oh, Oh, fuck it but like i want to i want to do the like you second person thing mm. that was done by the other one so i was like how can i blend that in i was like oh what if it's like this weird uh, yeah pseudo eldritch fourth wall break <laughs> and i was like that would be so fucking funny and the concept i like you said even we talked about well, how disturbing they looked the character <laughs> designs i was like what if they came into real life i was like they would genuinely be terrifying it's terrifying like it the terrifying. stuff of actual nightmares like eldritch was, horror I, yeah so you got me you got me but I, yeah that was funny <laughs> I, I enjoyed i enjoyed what what is wrong with that person who wrote the the shampoo the, shampoo the shower one, one. It's so I, weird isn't it how did you even get that kind of idea? Like, it is a well. We have to shout them out actually because I'm really bad at doing this. I keep forgetting. Yeah, who was it? Was it was it the person who it wrote wasn't? Loads? It wasn't Litcher, the the absolutely you know, precocious writer <laughs> of, of Phineas and Ferb fan fiction. It was Revan Blue Ooh. over on Archive of Our Own. So thank you, Revan Blue. Thank you very much. Where did that come from, Revan? <laughs> Please, Please write Blue. in and tell yeah. us what's wrong with you. Tweet at me saying <laughs> how you came up with the concept to be. A bottle of <laughs> body wash and shampoo. Maybe they came in. up with it in the shower. Oh, and they were like, "This would make a good." Maybe they. Maybe it's a self insert for Doctor Doofenshmirtz. Maybe they got hit on the toe, and inspired oh, them to write. That's, yeah, I could see that. Like a like a shower bottle fell off and like hit them on the toe, and mm. they were like, "Oh, that'd make a funny Phineas and Ferb fanfiction." What is the, the leak clear to that? line of logic between those two things? Oh dear. Um. All right. Well. Thanks very much for coming on, Toby. Oh, thank it's been you an, an absolute me. pleasure. And we'll I'd love to get you back on at some point. Um, but yeah. Uh, and thanks everyone for listening. All the standard sign-off stuff. Rate us, review us, iTunes, Spotify, the whole works. And go and engage with the Twitter, at fan underscore fictitious on Twitter. There's also an email address. And the only email I've got there is pornbot spam. <laughs> so Someone please email him. Yeah, so, is- so, so if you can email me porn bot stuff but it's not spam like you wrote it and then i can try and tell the difference that could be a bonus episode that could be like a brilliant um fan fictitious after dark so after dark yeah <laughs> it's always dark in this podcast true true we are just sitting in a bin right um okay thanks so much everybody um uh, goodbye bye, bye. Okay.